for the delay we were having some technical difficulties getting the original twitter space up um just give us a few more minutes i'm going to push this link around to a few other channels we'll get carter in here and we'll get this uh, bad boy rolling so while we're waiting for carter i'll go ahead and uh give you guys an overview of everything we're going to be talking about today um we're going to be discussing this new ethereum campaign that we're going to be launching in the imminent future, uh, can't exactly say when because we're still waiting on one dependency from Axelar's side to, to be able to give us the go-ahead here. Um, but we're super pumped about this upcoming Ethereum liquidity campaign and Ethereum user onboarding story that we've really worked hard to come as close to perfecting as possible. Um, so that's something we want to provide a little bit of details on going to be talking about an event that we haven't really discussed publicly yet we've set in some private channels if you're active in the secret network community you might have heard us talking about this um, but we're going to be shade protocol is going to be hosting a perpetual swap hackathon um, that is going to be starting in a little over two weeks and so signups are going to begin very soon and so we'll be giving a little bit of details on that we're going to be talking about some upcoming new pools that we're going to be launching some related to the ethereum campaign some related to just being able to support new assets uh, within secret network and cosmos ecosystem and then we're going to talk a little bit about product updates um, so that's going to be updates on just dApp development, existing dApp development, and then some updates on the grants process. So it's going to be it's going to be a good Twitter space, a lot of good content. So just give me a few more minutes. I'm going to push this uh, push this link to a few other people, and then we'll get this uh, going. All right. So I just messaged Carter again. He'll be he'll be hopping in in just a few minutes. So we'll go ahead and get this thing kicked off. Thanks everyone for being here today, being on time. Apologies for our tardiness and the technical difficulties, but we're rocking and rolling now. So excited to kick this thing off. Um, I think we want to start talking about the Ethereum campaign that we're going to be launching, and this is um, this is something that's going to be coordinated uh, with Secret Network Foundation, the Greater Secret Network Community, Secret Labs as well, um, to be able to support this endeavor. You know, Secret Networks has done a lot from a tech stack perspective to be able to support connections and, and interactions and um, utilization of you know privacy as a service for EVM, and so this. This desire from Shade Protocol's point of view to be able to, you know, also focus on the acquisition of of Ethereum users, and um, I, I think from uh, from Secret Network's perspective, you know, they have this approach where you know they they want to be able to attract both developers and users, right? And the user part, you know, that's very much helped out by uh, the applications that are actually being used by users. Um, such as Shade Protocol in this instance. So um, for us, we're really excited about this campaign. We're going to be focusing very heavily on liquid staking derivatives for uh, Ethereum. So the first one that we're going to be making a big push for is wrapped STETH, which is the auto-compounding um, liquid staking derivative for ETH. Um, and out of the gates, we're going to be supporting the Axelar denomination for this um in, in instead of the uh the neutron denomination and we 
for now, I'm I'm just gonna leave it at that. You know, it's a whole other conversation. And if Carter's uh, pops in here, I'm sure he'll be happy to kind of elaborate on the risk trade-offs here. Um, but as of right now, you know, we're going to be primarily focusing on supporting the Axelar denomination for wrapped STE. And so, this this launch of this campaign is effectively the culmination of the the preparation from you know providing the the infrastructure that can be able to support those first points of, um, you know, bridging in into the, the ecosystem that Shade Protocol is built in, which is a secret network. Um, you know, everything from being able to provide that super smooth user experience for bridging in, which is effectively what we've created with the ETH Bridge V2. Um, being able to combine that then with, you know, the this fee grant, which if anyone hasn't uh, been able to use it yet, or if anyone hasn't tried out the ETH bridge, um, we're going to be launching a tutorial later today. So definitely worth checking it out, um, at least before you consider interacting with it. Um, but the fee grant process is so nice. Like the the devs who who built ETH bridge v2 and the fee grant integration, it to me at least, and I'm sure to anybody who has used it thus far, it feels like a work of art relative to other bridging solutions. Um, I think we've done a, a really, really good job of, of trying to reduce as many of the friction points um, that are associated with you know onboarding into a new ecosystem as possible. Um, and that fee grant effectively, you know, for anyone who's aware of uh, how SNP20s work, um, you know, you're your balances, your transaction histories, all of that is encrypted um, by default. And so in order to view your balances and view your transaction histories, you need these decryption tools called viewing keys or query permits. And so when new users are bridging ETH assets and the, the fee grant ETH bridge V2, it, it's all compatible with, with all the ETH assets that are supported on Shade protocol. So USDC, USDT, wrap Bitcoin, um, ETH, wrapped STETH whenever it's fully supported. Um, you know, those are those are all compatible with this process. So as users are bridging in, you know, they're able to see which step uh, of the bridging process their assets are in at all times and be able to have links to relevant block explorers and in a full tracking process. And once that once those assets are received on secret network, um, Effectively, the user will be able to interact with our fee grant that will not only take a small amount of the bridge to assets um, that were bridged in, take a small amount of those and swap them for secret, which is the gas token um, that's used to interact with the Shade Protocol dApps. So it'll be able to make that uh, swap to acquire secret and uh, create a viewing key, which it'll be needed to view your balance of the asset that you just onboarded um, into Secret Network. You'll be able to do that all within wrapped up within one transaction that's paid for by the fee grant. Um, so effectively, users are able to bridge in and not have to really worry about gas acquisition or dealing with like the the intricacies and complexities of creating you know these decryption tools separately. Um, you know, it's all done right as soon as you uh, bridge into the app. And then on top of that, you know, we've got native support for, uh, we've got native support for uh, interacting with MetaMask or utilizing MetaMask. So users are able to use, you know, if MetaMask is <laughs> an Ethereum user's preferred wallet, they're able to use that, um, they're able to use that wallet natively with all of our private by default dApps. And so in summary, you know, effectively we've built this, you know, very easy to interact with and very friendly user experience for onboarding into a new ecosystem. Um, and so this is one of the easiest steps to be able to get individuals willing to take that step, right? And then one of the other reasons that people want to come in is to earn yield generally or to unlock a utility that provides uh, value to them, right? And we have that with our various different uh, private by default dApps. But one of the things that we're really excited about is being able to um, 
provide dual incentives for these new wrapped STETH pools that we're going to be launching. Um, we're going to have both shade and V secret incentives for the new ETH or wrapped STETH pools that we're launching. And that's going to be pools are going to be silk wrapped STETH and wrapped ETH, wrapped STETH. Um, so that the, the ETH wrapped STETH pool is going to be using the derivative swap curve. So it's going to be like super, super um, efficient trades for being able to swap between ETH and its liquid staking derivative. And the silk wrapped ST uh, ETH is going to be really important because we're going to be onboarding um, wrapped ST ETH as collateral, accepted collateral for minting silk in the very near future as well. So all in all, we're really excited about this big wave of uh, support for wrapped ST ETH now that we have all the pieces in place to be able to provide that super smooth um, onboarding experience. And so it's going to be... Uh, we, we've effectively laid the foundation to be able to support the growth that we, we would really like to see. And, you know, a lot of this is going to be, um, you know, the growth of both Silk's market cap um, and nominal uh, tokens borrowed or minted, um, and then also activity within ShadeSwap and, and future Shade Protocol DApps that we'll kind of talk about a little bit at the end here. Um, it, it's going to be a really, really exciting time. So anybody who has Ethereum assets and is interested in, you know, putting them to work within Shade Protocol um, on ShadeSwap and potentially once we uh, add wrapped STETH as collateral for Silk being able to being able to borrow against your wrapped STETH, um, Silk is going to be, it's going to be a fun time. And we have Carter here. All righty. Welcome, welcome, Carter. Oh, one second. There we go. Day late, dollar short, but here I am. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. We were just, uh, I was going over, um, you know, the Ethereum campaign that we're going to be launching, effectively talking about like foundational pieces that we put in place um, to be able to support this new wave of Ethereum users that are going to be, you know, coming over to Shade Protocol to leverage, you know, privacy preserving dApps. Yeah, it's it's a lot. <laughs> Like this has probably been a nine month journey at this point is the, the MetaMask, the native MetaMask compatibility is like key to all of this. And then you have the fee grant module, which Austin just got streamlined into everything so that you can roll up with no secret with a MetaMask wallet, come in with like USDC, ETH, STs, anything immediately start using the app and we'll, we'll seamlessly convert a small amount of your Ethereum asset into secret. And I just think I, I haven't seen this user experience replicated anywhere else in the cosmos yet. Uh, I don't think anyone's been as focused on the Ethereum user experience as we have. And so, you know, we, we called users, we went and talked to users and there's Ethereum folks that want private DeFi. They, they want to be able to use shape protocol apps. But if they have to install a new wallet, if they have to go to some random centralized exchange to buy a gas token, to bridge that in, to then bridge in the ETH assets, like it's not gonna work. It's way too much friction. We're so, us power users, us Cosmos folks, we're so far down the rabbit hole and everything feels intuitive. And that's, that's where the risk, that's where the greatest risk is when you, when you believe something is intuitive when it's not, right? Cosmos, the, the onboarding into Cosmos is not, not intuitive. I mean, onboarding into crypto as a whole is not intuitive. So we have to be able to remove the barriers of entry to private, globally accessible DeFi as much as possible. And that's what the nine, this nine months has, has led us to. Um, and to be able to kick off a liquidity campaign to officially go chase after those users, give them a reason to, to now hop into private DeFi from Ethereum. I can't, I can't wait to see see the results yep likewise and you know I, i'm personally very interested to see um the the rate of adoption uh, of users you know flowing into not only provide liquidity but you know once we open up wrapped steth vault looking at you know the level of interaction there because if you look at you know our other vaults for the most part um uh, 
you know, the liquid staking derivative vaults exceed the, the, the base asset vaults by a decent margin. And, you know, there's probably some other reasons um, that are contributing to that. But at the same time, it's more efficient for borrowers to borrow against, you know, the liquid staking derivative uh, of, a, of a layer one asset rather than just the base asset. Um, so I'm personally really interested to see kind of where that uh, where that initial utilization of those vaults will go, and and you know where Silk's market cap will go as a result. I don't think. I mean, feel feel free to correct me if I was wrong, but I don't think Silk has crossed the four million uh, four million yeah. Silk mark yet. Has it? No, I think three point four has been kind of its ceiling. And personally, I think there's two really important pieces of puzzle, well, th three pieces of the puzzle that are still missing besides, you know, STE and the Ethereum bridge experience. I think the, the money market that's coming is going to be extremely powerful uh, because it means people can supply silk and borrow assets against their silk. That's, that's hugely powerful within the shade suite. Um, and it also turns silk into a yield bearing, a yield bearing asset, right? I think the other piece too is the Silk Earn page. I mean, everyone who's intimately part of the community knows we've just been wrangling and wrestling with setting up our late game API infrastructure. It's been like a six month grind at this point, and things are finally. I feel like we've been saying turning the corner. Well, we've been saying turning the corner pretty much once a month for the last six months, but I think I think we've, we're finally turning the corner where we can update. Silk earned into a much more cohesive experience, so people can know, like, oh, I'm depositing silk. I earned this this percentage APR. I think we've kind of missed out on marketing silk earn as a product, and that's mostly because the user interface and the data analytics behind it have been really, really lame. And that's that's on us to improve. We have a lot of work to be done there. But I think silk earn getting to a better place is another, that's that's two yield bearing sources for Silk between the money market and that. And then you add in LP tokens as collateral to mint out Silk. And I, I think the doors will open up and we'll, we'll easily start to march towards the 10, 20 million mark. So we've been kind of, kind of stuck just because Silk hasn't had much utility outside of being an LP token and outside of, you know, holding it for its inherent properties, but with, Oh, and then Finna, Finna as well. Like Finna is going to be another another great source. So, yep, unlocking that utility to be able to use Silk is you know as a means of money, as a means of currency, and in, in your everyday life is definitely going to be something that drives um, utility and demand for Silk. So that's something very very excited about. But mentioning uh, Finna. I think we can talk a little bit about some of the new pools that we're going to be launching. Obviously, talking about uh, the Ethereum campaign, we mentioned we're going to be launching Silk Wrapped STETH pools along with Wrapped ETH Wrapped STETH pools. But before that, we actually launched new pools earlier this week for anyone who uh, didn't see any of our announcements, and that's a Shade Finna pool. Um, and so this is effectively. Um, What's well, not? Uh, it, this is a protocol matched liquidity. Credit card is not protocol. Yes. Yeah. So we're we're trying out this new structure that I think is going to become a no brainer in hindsight. Um, essentially, right now in Cosmos, there's these liquidity deals. It's as as well as a first iteration. Dex has said, "Hey, we'll chuck incentives at a pool. People will bring both tokens, create the market. People can trade across it." Right. Second iteration, I would argue, is something like Olympus DAO, where they were like, hey, instead of like chucking incentives at a pool, instead, you guys give us your collateral and we'll give you something else in return. And now we own the LP token and you earn some, some governance token, right? So that was kind of like the Bonds-esque style bootstrapping. And then I think like there's this third generation emerging kind of around Manta, Manta DAO and Cosmos where protocols were kind of like, you know what, what if we can sidestep chucking incentives at a pool? And what if we can sidestep actually having to like buy collateral off the open market in that kind of exchange? What if like the protocols themselves started teaming up 
So Manta came up with this really smart strategy where they OTC between the protocols. So like Manta gives the Shade DAO Manta, and then Shade Protocol gives the Manta DAO Shade, and then we both own each other's tokens, and we both can create liquidity against that that OTC deal between the protocols. But something I observed is that there's like a lot of risks in that kind of third iteration because now Manta is trusting us to not sell their Manta, and we're trusting them to not sell our Shade. And when you make the OTC deal, you're essentially like short your own token because you're hoping <laughs> you're hoping that the token you just received goes up in price uh, compared to, to the token that you gave away. And these OTC deals, I think, have gone to like Osmosis and Stride. Some of them have been approved. Some of them have failed. And I think it's because the reason they failed is because a lot of those those OTC and token price appreciation risks. So we came up with a new model that I would just call protocol liquidity matching in it. And it's a, it's a much simpler configuration than anything I've really seen to date. And it's essentially, um, at least with how it works with Finna, is you know they bring $25,000 worth of Finna, we bring $25,000 worth of Shade, we make an LP token out of it. Finna owns the Finna portion of the LP token. Shade only owns the Shade portion of the LP token. So there's no token swap involved. The Shade DAO is not holding Finna tokens, they're not holding Shade tokens. You only have ownership of your portion and your side of the LP token. And this is really beautiful because we could, we could go, I put this forum post, post up on Stride, same deal. You bring $50,000 worth of Stride, we bring $50,000 worth of Shade, make an LP token, you only own the Stride portion, we only own the Shade token. You could do this strategy and bootstrap with every single Cosmos project. No emissions are involved, no OTCs are involved. It's literally two people teaming up to create a market and, and, and the people teaming up are the protocols themselves, which they are the most aligned long-term actors. So protocol liquidity matching, I think is going to be a no-brainer. I think you're gonna see us really start to push this, this model out. And so just to, just to touch on that a little bit, you know, what would, um, you know, what would the potential and permanent loss look like there, you know, like as shifts and uh, prices happen? Yeah, so impermanent loss is interesting in this scenario because you only, you only have like the one, you're only, you only own one side of the LP token, right? So in the Shade Stride example, if Shade loses value against the Stride token, it's actually interesting because the number of Shade tokens in the LP token increases. So if we ever withdrew from the deal, we actually end up with more shade than we initially put in. There's a kind of an interesting, like from a protocols perspective, you're like reducing circulating supply. It's like, it's kind of a, it's kind of like an odd, interesting power dynamic there. And then if shade increases in value against stride in that deal, we've effectively tapped into strides liquidity to increase the valuation of shade. So it's like, Yes, there's less shade tokens in the LP token itself, but we've, we've tapped the liquidity and the collective protocol has benefited from that. Um, so yeah, IL is very odd because it's, you're only providing one side of the LP token. Gotcha, yeah, just wanted to, I mean, it, it made sense to me at first. Um, just wanted to, <laughs> I guess, hear your thoughts on it as well. Um, so then some of the some of the other uh pools that we're planning on launching um we are planning on supporting DYDX pools uh coming up soon just working on some final steps there to be able to um be able to get some liquidity over to be able to seed these pools and then there are a few other um protocols that we're talking to right now working on um talking about prospective protocol liquidity matching deals so we'll have some more updates in regards to uh, some of those pools and and again they these pools are really nice because not only are we able to reduce our um let's say exposure to uh volatility of other tokens we're able to reduce the amount of incentives that are needed to be able to put up you know some X, X amount of liquidity that we want to be able to facilitate um, for particular trade sizes. So it's a really, really cool, um, you know, service or, or, or route that we're attempting to take here. And I think it's going to be um, received well, but only time will tell. So we'll be able to provide some updates there for you guys. Um, 
I think we can, one of the other things I wanted to talk about just a little bit here, I know we haven't talked about it a whole lot, um, but do want to give some background details is this upcoming hackathon that we're going to be, um, that we're going to be hosting in conjunction with Secret Labs. That's going to be a Shade Protocol uh, Perpetual Swap Hackathon. So this is going to be, um, signups for this event will start actually tomorrow and signups will run for two weeks before the start of the event. Um, we're going to be doing a lot of outreach to, uh, to developer communities within the Cosmos and within the Secret Network. And we've got some really great connections via Secret University, um, Secret Network Foundation, um, and some of the other developer entities within Secret Network uh, to be able to be able to get this opportunity in front of developers who are interested in building out some really, really freaking cool uh, decentralized applications. And it should be noted that this would be the first ever private perps market in terms of your individual position and your leverage will be private. For anyone that's tracked GMX or synthetics, you'll see tweets go out that's like, hey, this person's, you know, $4 million in the red or, hey, like it, it, it's crazy. Like all this information is out there and there's no metadata protection for individual traders. Um, and specifically in these high, high, high leverage markets, there's a lot at stake, right? Like if, if perps markets continue to scale, instead of $20 million positions, we'll be talking about $200 million positions, right? Um, and it's it's a very PVP world out there where people will there will there will start to be great incentives for people to manipulate markets or to make large market plays to intentionally liquidate these folks. So we like to say that privacy is fair, privacy is equitable. It provides the same level of protection whether you have a dollar of capital or a hundred million dollars of capital. And I think Shade's private DeFi suite with the private money market. The, the private perps, the 100% front-running resistant decks, the private tokens, private balances, private transactions. Um, it's, it's, it's such a strong moat. And when the world wakes up and realizes that there is a full private DeFi suite more comprehensive than any other private DeFi suite out there by a margin of like, I don't know, five to 10. There's, there's a huge gap there. And transparent DeFi can't match that feature set. I, I think there's going to be a lot of capital that starts to migrate once those protections are understood. So very excited about private perps. It's going to be a massive fee generator for the protocol. And uh, I'm very curious to see how large traders react to having their positions, their high leverage positions be protected. Yeah, actually, you know, the more I think about this, the more like, what you said about like privacy is fair, privacy is equitable. It'll protect someone the same way if you're trading a dollar versus a million dollars. But when thinking about it, the, the products that probably are most like would stand to benefit the most from, you know, privacy would be those leverage products, right? There's more at stake than at spot markets. Um, and so this is something I'm, I'm personally really excited about uh, related to any leverage product, right? The first leverage product that Shade effectively had was, um, you know, Shade Lend, being able to borrow silk. Um, and then, you know, the next leverage product would be the money market, which is, you know, a more generalized version where people can borrow and lend uh, assets uh, with these private liquidation points. And you take that a step further where you up the leverage, you know, to, I mean, there, there are perps markets out there with hundred X leverage. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how uh, safe that is uh, being in the cosmos, uh, having a hundred X leverage, but being, you know, the, the more leverage you apply to some of these positions, the, the more, the, or the higher the value of that privacy is um, to you and your position. So it's something interesting. I I think there is that is definitely part of the um, part of the reason that Silk has maintained its position as you know the largest stablecoin uh, thus far. Is like people recognize the value of these private liquidation points, and um, 
you know, being able to extend that to other leverage products is going to be a really cool, um, really cool site to see. For sure. And I think what's also going to be unique is the Shape Protocol's approach to tokenomics and sustainability. Perps and money market really start to round things out because um, fees are going to be directed from the money market and the perps, which are built on top of the spot market. Those fees are going to be pointed towards um, ultimately the underlying spot market, the liquidity providers, right? We can actually have a positive PL where income is greater than expenses. And, you know, I've talked about this for a while, but spot markets are really, really hard pro- products to make profitable. Even in traditional finance, your, your spot markets are not, uh, like those platforms are not printing the money. It's all the leverage products on top of them. And crypto has this problem where the spot markets have to chuck incentives and spend exorbitant, exorbitant amount of money to attract capital but they're not the ones that are profiting in mass from that liquidity. It's all the products built on top of them. And I think that's a fundamental sustainability issue. Um, like on osmosis, I, I personally believe something like Levana should be contributing to helping incentivize those spot markets. And someone would push back and say like, oh, well, but they're, they're generating a mass amount, of, mass amount of volume. They're helping improve the profitability. Um, the answer is yes, but the answer is also if you run a spreadsheet model, osmosis is still negative PL. And they have a long ways to go to hit positive PL and they would get there much quicker if all the leverage products on top of them didn't have their own tokens. If everyone was unified under the Osmos suite, think about how powerful that impact would be. And that's essentially that's been Shape Protocol's vision since day one. Build out a super app, super app of private DeFi with succinct and cohesive incentives across the board. Yeah, and, you know, if you look at um, shade staking yields, um, which shade staking was the first, um, was the first emission stream within the protocol suite to, to move to 100% real yield. Right now, um, LP incentives are still uh, being emitted. Um, so circulating supply is increasing from LP emissions right now. But, you know, as Carter is talking about with, with the revenue that's generated from these leveraged markets, you know, the need for this subsidized emissions effectively, uh, you know, drops down to zero much, much quicker than it would without these leveraged products being able to contribute to the revenue generation potential of your uh, of your ecosystem. And so not only you know, as these new apps get onboarded and we continue to, you know, increase the, um, the utility of, of some of our existing suites that, that staking APY is going to grow, but also, um, you know, we're going to be able to start, um, reaching that inflection point for sustainability for all emissions, um, much sooner than we were, than we would without it. And, and one thing I'll say too, is it's not that we don't want other people to build on top of shade. Um, that's definitely not the case. Like we, we want people to start building in products on top of the spot market. But the, but the, the key thing is we, we want Shade to own every single key verb in crypto, right? It's, it's the verbs that are powerful, the lending, the borrowing, the store of value, um, the, high level, the high level of leverage that you can, that you can have, the ability to trade. We want to have all these key baseline verbs and then have people build on top of those verbs, right? And if, if, you're missing, if you're missing a key verb within the puzzle, within the user story of, of, of what crypto users want, then you're not, really, you're not really owning the full horizontal breadth of what is possible. So uh, post money market and post perps, what you can expect for us is not to launch another key DeFi primitive because truth be told, we've done all the key verbs after that. There's, there's maybe a couple other half verbs, but from there, then would be, we would be hyper-focused on improving the open source tooling and getting other people to build on top of those, those verbs. I think a lot of protocols in crypto like have the vision for people to build on top of them, but I, th- I think they do it potentially a little, a little too soon. They're, they're missing out on the full cohesive puzzle that, that I think we're, we're close to, to pulling off in the next nine months. Yeah, and it's also interesting to think about, you know, like you, with, within an ecosystem, 
or let's say an interconnected suite of products, right? You're going to naturally have your big money makers, right? But that, you know, when we're, when we're really thinking about the long-term vision of shade and, and what we want that to encompass, um, you know, considering the shade ecosystem being effectively like a decentralized private bank, right? You have all these other services, whether it be like quality of life or whether it be, um, you know, like user improving user experience um, that might not be as, uh, let's say, big of a money maker, but it adds to, you know, the the overall improvement of the user experience. And, you know, with the addition of like Carter saying, like once we get past these last one to two key primitives, you know, a lot of the everything will just start beginning to click in a much more cohesive fashion. Things already feel very, very cohesive, at least from, you know, my perspective. Um, but it, that, that will be magnified even more so. Um, so I guess if we, we can kind of like slightly pivot here to, to give some updates on uh, grant progress, um, if we wanted yeah, I'd be I'd be happy to give an update. I mean, we just got off a call with the money market team this morning, and things are coming along very very nicely. Um, we're entering into the well. There's there's really three pieces in motion, right? You have the you have the smart contract layer, you have front end logic, and then you also have the front end design. And I guess the fourth piece would also be the, the API integration within all that. So there's there's really like four pieces of the puzzle that have to be complete for the money market to launch. Um, Smart contracts are like in a really, really strong spot. Still a long ways to go, I would say, but like it's it's um actively being refactored and and meeting the specifications of the grant. Um the logic layer of the front end is gonna be what's being built out right now the next two to three weeks. And then during that two, three week two to three weeks of the logic being built out where the front end data layer is able to talk to the smart contracts the design mockups will be getting to the finish line. So we've already been putting in many, many, many hours to the UI UX on it, you know, taking taking the best of Umi, Ave, and, and Mars, and trying to put it together into a even more cohesive, more simple experience is, is the goal there. Um, and so, yeah, that design phase is wrapping up the next two or three weeks, and then there'll be the implementation of those designs, API plugs in, our contracts are finished out, and then we'll be able to launch. So um, the goal is to get the money market out be like before the end of the year. That, that is the dream. That is what we're pushing for. There's incentives for it to be finished before the end of the year uh, as part of the grant. So yeah, Q, Q4 money market would be the dream. It might end up coming early Q1. It's, it's a very ambitious project, um, but we're 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 pushing as hard as we can on that front. So that's that's the money market update, right? If you wanna if you wanna handle any of the other grant updates, I'll leave that to you. Sure. Yeah. The other uh, other updates we wanted to give. Uh, part I guess part of uh, as far as uh, you know our uh, the, the grant partnership that we've got with FINA, you know, continue integration of uh, Silk being able to be used. Um, with the FINA card, you know, FINA is working on gearing up for their, <clears throat> their, their mainnet card launch or, or like exiting their beta program. And I believe they've said uh, beginning of Q1 is going to be when um, that product goes live. So yeah, effectively we, you know, when the, when the money market's rolling out, we might see uh, silk ready to be used on cards throughout Europe. And um, I know they said they'll, they'll give updates on new jurisdictions that they're going to have support for in the future, but out of the gate, they're going to have support for Europe. Um, and, you know, Shade Protocol's secret network ecosystem has uh, actually quite a decent um, concentration of individuals in Europe. So there'll be a decent portion of our user base who will be able to use this product out of the gate, which is going to be super cool. Um, I'm I'm personally jealous. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I would say too. I gotta recheck on the numbers, but for anyone who has like a crypto.com card, you have to buy you know X amount of tokens to get a Y Y amount of discount. Um, so to be honest, if you're a believer in Finna and not financial advice, but now would be the time when when Finna token is you know at its at its earliest earliest stages 
um, to pick up those card benefits now, like if you're a long-term believer in what they're doing, I think is a really cool opportunity. And that's part of the reason we've spun up the Shade Finapool is to be able to give that accessibility to the secret network community and Cosmos community. Yep, yep, totally agreed. And then as far as other um, other grants that are ongoing, the only other ongoing grant we uh, have right now is the liquidity book, which we've talked about. I feel like we've talked about that a decent um, a decent amount, but um, smart contract development is almost complete. We're just working on um, some novel implementation of uh, being able to um, distribute rewards to liquidity providers, which is you know one of the really cool aspects of the liquidity book that um, you know you that. You can have liquidity providers with this order book experience, um, and so we're working on adding some extra novel uh, utility there for being able to provide some level of base incentives for liquidity providers as well. Um, and then at that point, you know, smart, smart contract development is a, is effectively uh, complete. Yeah, I mean the Trader Joe style liquidity coming to Cosmos is going to be. Awesome. I, on the roadmap that was released, I still think it's there's a lot of API and front-end work for the liquidity book, probably months, to be honest. So that's definitely not going to be a Q4 release. It is, however, like the goal is to have the smart contracts fully good to go by end of Q4. Um, but that's, um, yeah, that one's good. That one's still, that's going to be a big turning point for our emissions because constant product pools are so capital inefficient. Um, and, you know, Osmosis did a great job of lowering their emissions when they jump to concentrated liquidity and Shade Protocol will also be following suit and excited to see the community step up on the liquidity provider side to take advantage of the new, the new model. Um, another update to give is the DAO proposal on Secret Network. Yep, I was just about to mention that. <laughs> That's been on the forums now for, this is day 10. So tomorrow, I believe the proposal will be going on chain. We did a Twitter space with the Dowdow Dow team, forum posts, gov call, and as a whole, I think the secret community is very excited about supporting the Dowdow Dow refactor and getting it on secret network. So this would solve governance for Shade Protocol. We'd be able to have DAOs, sub-DAOs managing the different Shade DeFi primitives, really opens the door, and we, and we, and we, we, we get Shade Protocol away from the centralization of the, the current you know, Shade DAO contributors and instead get it directly into the hands of the collective consensus and community. And we're, we're super pumped about that. Um, another, separate from, separate from that one, there's another developer that we're potentially looking into uh, protocol arbitrage vaults for staking derivatives. So the idea would be you would come in with, you'd, you know, deposit Atom, and then your Atom, when it's, oppor when it's opportunistic, it will buy ST Atom off the open market and then unbond the ST Atom and the yields on this product would be higher than Atom staking or just holding ST Atom. Uh, this would also be a really good product because it would help the derivative curves on ShadeSwap stay closer to the redemption rates in a way that's more accurate. So that's something that I'm actually scoping over the course of the next week or two as if there wasn't enough to do already. Um, but hoping to get those under development as well. And then one other thing we get to celebrate today's actually the day is the official end of the airdrop, which <laughs> for any, for anyone who's been around since the the beginning of Shade Protocol, this uh, I don't know if we get to take the uh, get to take the title of uh, longest airdrop in Cosmos history, but it's pretty damn close. Uh, is it February? One year, nine months. <laughs> one year, eight months, something like that. Yeah, Fe February of 22 to beginning of November 23. And so I think, um, I, I haven't checked the claim amounts in like a week or so, but I believe it was like somewhere around like 200 and. 280,000. I, I, I'm a little fuzzy on the numbers, but yeah, there, there's going to be over, I think it's over a million shade. They're going to be clawed back um, into the community pool. Yeah. The community, it's, it's interesting because the community that did claim 
has a larger percentage of protocol ownership than if all of it had been claimed, right? So um, we'll be interesting to see what the community chooses to do with that extra, you know, million shade. There's also the 1.2 million shade from staking that also got clawed back now that we've shifted over to real yield. So that's 2.3 million shade. Community pool by default has another million. So that's 3.3 million shade. Um, so yeah, like 33% of the protocol supply is going to be governed through the community. Um, and of course, same with like the grants program. Grants program has north of 10%. That's been you know, managed by the core team to help expand the protocol. But that would also, once DowDow is live, would be transitioned over to a sub-DAO. That's another 10%. So that brings it up to, you know, 40, 40, 45% the protocol governed. Um, liquidity incentives, of course, too, would be a sub-DAO. So that would transition that 15 to 20% over there. Ideally, LP incentives drop to zero. And at that point, people are like, okay, so there's like 50 to 60% of supply that's just like sitting there un unused. And it'll, I think, is going to be super interesting is hopefully the community can rally around some user acquisition campaigns. Um, some more like Web2 style user acquisition or just being like hyper-focused on continuing to fund um, building and open source tooling. There's, there's a lot of untapped energy and, and, and Shape Protocol made like the very conscious decision not to emit itself to death during the bear, you know, like LP emissions are around 3.5% of total supply in year one. Um, there's some protocols that in year one would emit like, you know, 10 to 15% of supply in the form of LP. So Shade's been like pretty conservative and it means there's a lot of gunpowder available for the community to make some big moves. And it's going to be, it's going to be cool to see what the collective community comes up with yeah and the introduction of um, one thing we didn't really talk about today is going to be the introduction of uh shade liquid staking derivative you know and and the opportunities that provides for both stakers um, potential opportunities for liquidity providers um you know what that could potentially mean for um you know protocol owned liquidity um you know for for upcoming d shade pools um you know, it's going to provide a lot of flexibility for all users, including the protocol itself, and is it the DAO um, itself within the ecosystem? So that's something that's going to be really, really exciting to, to come out. I believe. Do you have any like? Do you know where exactly we're at with that? Uh, I guess status on that. I as yes. far as like within the roadmap. Uh, yes. So next week we're kicking off an intensive line by line internal audit where we essentially sit down as a group and attack the logic of each, of each section of the code. Um, alongside that internal logic audit is also the MTM, the, the multi-testing matrix that tests every single combination of potential user stories through the multi-testing testing suite. So MTM plus internal audit. Once we get through that, we'll fix any of the uncovered bugs. Um, and then at that point, it's just down to the front-end team to integrate D-Shade into the existing staking derivative page. Um, and or a D-Shade might actually live on the Shade staking page. That's like an internal debate right now where it should live between those two. So it probably can expect some community polls to figure out where that page um, should live. But yeah, our, our goal for D-Shade is for sure before end of year, that's like the one, like D-Shade plus Money Market are really the Q4 goals. Um, and then everything else after that are like floating question marks that are in, in progress happening in parallel. But those, those are the two objectives for Q4 is D-Shade and Money Market. Sweet. Yeah, I know. I know there have been a lot of people who are kind of chomping at the bit to get D-Shade. Um, it, it's been actually quite impressive watching the, the stake shade continue to climb. Um, as circulating supply increases, I think right now it's the the highest percent of circulating supply state I, I've personally seen it at. It's at fifty five percent right now. Just yeah, under, it's crazy. Yeah, just under a million um, shade that is currently staked. So even just imagining, you know, ten percent, twenty percent of that being unlocked and being able to, you know, go and provide uh, liquidity within uh, or on shade swap is going to be really, really nice. 
I think it's also a great signal for the conviction that people have with Shade. Like, I think Secret Network's having a debate about lowering inflation right now. And one of the questions are like, oh, are, are a bunch of people going to sell if inflation goes down? And I think, honestly, you want to find your most long-term aligned holders, right? So Shade Protocol has a 55% staking rate. Secret Network has like a 57% staking right now. And think about this, like the APR that Secret Network gives out versus Shade, there's a there's huge, there's a huge gap there. And so what that really signals is that the, like a Shade staker really, really values the Shade token, even if it's at a smaller APR than like a Secret Network staker, potentially. So it's the higher the bonding rate and the lower the APR, the more that signals the long-term conviction on the quality of the asset. Um, so I, I'm excited for Secret Network to lower inflation. I think, I think it's a really strong thing. And it's also really encouraging to see that staking rate continue to tick up. With, with D-Shade going live, I would hope we can start to breach that 60 to 65% mark. Because once we get past you know, that 66%, those proof of stake 51% attacks become like really, really difficult if you can get past like the 60% mark. Like mathematically, it, it becomes impossible, right? There's literally not enough liquid supply to buy off the open market. So um, staking is really, really important because governance runs the protocol. And so if someone can compromise governance, then they can compromise the protocol. And so staking is a legitimate economic protection for, for Shape Protocol. It's, it's why we have to incentivize it. Um, and it's it, that those stakers are serving a very important role with economic security. Yep, couldn't agree more, Carter. So as we're getting close to the end of the hour, I know we started um, a little bit later, so we can potentially run this a few minutes longer. Um, but I do want to go ahead and say if anyone has any questions or if anyone wants to just come up here and, and chat for a few minutes, please feel free to request. We'll bring you up. Um, more than happy to have people up here asking questions. But um, while, we're, while we're giving people a few minutes to see if they want to come up here, um, just want to reiterate that we're we're super super excited for this upcoming ethereum campaign uh, we're we're literally just waiting on one final uh dependency uh on xlr side and and once we get the green light there we're we're good to go with launching these pools and so um you know this ideally this happens this week um well I, you know ideally it happens uh sooner than uh, by the end of the week but we'll be able to uh, keep everyone updated and you can be sure that we're going to be putting out announcements everywhere once things are live um, but just keeping up keep an eye out on the application um, keep an eye on our twitter account just to uh, make sure you see the announcement whenever it goes live but wrapped steth is going to be inbound to secret network very very soon super pumped for that and there's 1.4 million in east assets on shade protocol pre ste right and pre ethereum bridge experience so i i would really hope we can breach that you know five million mark over the course of the next three four months um and really start to become a liquidity hub for eth liquidity and, and stand out within the cosmos of like wait a second they, there's ethereum folks using shade protocol right like not just oh, there's someone chasing some liquidity providing APR. It's like, we, we actually want to see evidence of EVM wallets and ETH users interacting with Wishshape Protocol. So um, exciting times. So I don't see anyone who is, uh, who is requesting, totally fine. Um, so I think we can start wrapping this up. Carter, do you have anything else you want to you share before we, before we close this thing out? Um, I think momentum, momentum is, I think, going to be the theme of the next four or five months. Um, we're, we're doing a lot of small things, right. That no one's knows about, and that's totally okay. At the end of the day, all that matters is the, the utility that shape protocol provides the user and, and the user experience and the protections around it. That's, that's what, that's what people actually care about, but it's a Twitter space. So we can we can we can go a little deeper and, and it's just just know that the the team has an obsession with quality, an obsession with making sure that the app is <laughs> five times better than it is. We we give ourselves a D minus 
in, in multiple different categories tied to analytics and UI. So we, we have a long ways to go, but our, our standards are very high and have continued to grow. And I think we're going to see the benefits of those high standards play out the next six months. Um, we're going to continue to build multiple things in parallel. It's incredibly gutsy to do that. It's part of what makes us special is we believe in the unified product suite. We don't believe in fracturing incentives and we believe in protecting, you know, your, your DeFi metadata. So um, thank you for being part of the journey. We, we say that every once in a while, but can't express it enough. Your guys is positivity, encouragement, and support. Um, when, when shade has its moment in the sunlight, um, we will remember every person that's been there um, when, when things were, were, were at their lowest, right? Um, yeah, so thank you guys. Yep, couldn't couldn't have said that part uh, better. You know, bear is bear is definitely brutal, but it has allowed us to truly focus on what we believe is um, you know the right foundational pieces to be able to build out this future. And you know, to those who have been with us, you know, along that journey throughout the bear, or, or even you know from the inception, uh, pre you know like very end of the last bull market, um, we're incredibly grateful of you been there and and shared this vision that we've got for uh, you know private unstoppable finance. So thank you all. It was funny. Uh, one last thing I'll say just to that point on the stride forums, when I posted the liquidity matching proposal, I, I wrote down like, you know, we've been in the space since the shade brand's been in the space since 2021. And I'm like, man, 2021 is starting to feel old. That's starting to feel like a bunch of like, we, we've been around the block over here. If you've been here since 2021. So uh, well, time is on our side. Time favors that which is quality. 100%. Well, thank you all for joining us today. This was a great conversation and expect more updates from us soon. Again, keep an eye out on our Twitter uh, page for updates regarding uh, the launch of new Wrapped SD ETH pools. And uh, if you haven't tried it out yet, bridging over uh, ETH assets, highly suggest checking out the new ETH bridge um, fee grant process. It is it's so clean. And I, I'm sure I'm biased because I spent a ton of time <laughs> testing it out, but uh, it, it's so clean. Uh, definitely suggest people trying it out. If you're going to be bridging in ETH or wrapped STETH um, for providing liquidity, give it a shot. But with that, thank you all. Hope you guys have a great rest of the day and uh, we will talk to you again soon. As we like to say, plenty of room in the shade. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt We rape them under the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and plate Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless Trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets Dead ends dragging out the max amount of payments Red down made Got them acting all bankless Yo fam, what? Check these tokenomics They probing this bear Flexing broken honest I had to lay my soul down I'm just roasting honest And then to end a long day Eleven bowls of chronic Never known the politic I was born to frolic It's been my policy To pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists Jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity Before they hit rock bottom Over impossible loss It's all moss And I'm liking the odds Bond doing the morning Forming mycological bonds Flick the cap the road is highly involved Flip a coin, diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud Looking for mercy Before they find themselves Working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first Before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures Under the dirt We rape them under the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy While the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace Stacked in non-toxic Just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage Like the shit is play for keeps Clowns white knight and all these Maybelines They call it implausible When model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle Beats Tearing apart your community
city All these low hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach, coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers, motherfuckers screaming out loud looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the verbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and blunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Spaces. <laughs>